0: Good evening, this is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundant Success Series. Our spotlight is on the midterms. My guest is Paige Horace, political scientist. She's been a political candidate, and we just do freestyle talking about the importance not only of the vote midterms, the importance of midterms on our state and local elections, as well as the national she has parents on both sides of the fence, Republican and Democrat, so she has some pretty interesting views on the importance, our civic duty, to vote. Paige and I are coming at you right now. I wanted to get your perspective on, uh, well, where, not on, only where you think we're at, but um Some of the wisdoms you have uh, going into, uh, because we're less than a day away from casting our ballots. I've already early voted. I wanted to get that out of the way because I have so much to do that day in terms of helping other people get to the polls. What do you see um, this election year? Um, What do you see for yourself and the country? Just ideas. Ideas.
1: Honestly, for myself, personally, I will just say I'm kind of distraught. I'm almost ready for it to just be over with. Um, Me too. (laughs) But at the same time, I will be at the polls first thing in the morning on Tuesday. Um, My main thing is, uh, my personal opinion is that this is indeed one of the most important midterms that we have had, uh, to my knowledge, And that um, it can actually represent if America is going to go forward or if we're going to take a couple of steps back. We have a lot on um, whether it's state amendments going on. We have, um, you know, a lot of people running for congressional seats. We have a lot at stake. And on the national level, I'm just kind of like I really hope that people keep, their hearts in the right place, and remember that it's not just about picking a side; it's about representing everyone in America. I really hope they go to the polls thinking about that and not their own hidden agendas as to how one side thinks versus the other side, because you know that's not how America operates, and that's not how we're what we were founded on. So I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, nationally, everybody uses their hearts and their integrity and minds actually for themselves, but Molly, I'm just ready
0: for it to be over with. Hey, I'm yeah, you, you and me both. You and me both.
1: I've been out registering
0: people to vote. I've been at college campuses, et cetera, up and down the East Coast, and so some places in the Midwest. And I've talked to people out in the very, very West. And um, a lot of people aren't fired up about you know the midterms because they say, "Oh, I just vote for the president. That's a, that's the most important thing. I don't need to." Not realizing. The other uh, local and regional state races are important. Can you talk to that?
1: Yes, ma'am. I used to be one of those people, actually, especially as a college student. I didn't see the value in midterm elections. Um, once I actually got into the workforce was when I understood their importance. Um, the thing about midterm elections, again, as I say, you, it's still as much as a, at stake as a presidential election presidents you elect just the national leader that's what you really have but your congressional midterm elections that is actually going to impact your state precisely and then also local positions particularly all the way down to you know your state government as well as judges um so this is more impactful in my opinion in comparison to presidential elections, but, um, you know, I hope people change their minds. Um, I had to gain that perspective on my own and understand it fully, but, uh, you know, I really hope they start to see how important this is, um, not just right now with the particular issues we have, but in general across their lifetime, how important this is for them.
0: It's vitally important. We have so much at stake. We just saw the reversal of Roe v. Wade. We've got voting rights. People fought and died for the right to vote, for all of us to vote, for African-American black people to vote. And we've got so much at stake right now. And what I wanted to know from you in what you've seen and some things you've heard. And, of course, your family background being on both sides, you know, Democrat and Republican. Um, I don't think it's a Democrat or Republican issue to um, want to protect the rights of women and have all votes counted. Uh, What do you say to that?
1: So right now I will say um – my dad is the Republican in his family. Um, so for him, actually, he was highly upset with the reversal of Roe v. Wade, and that's just simply because he has a daughter. Um, he understands that, you know, even though he's more conservative, is that, you know, everybody's entitled to their own individual rights, and this does include women. And so his perspective is like, I can't say that. You, as my daughter, shouldn't have the right to decide what's best for her body. And he said, I'm a male. I can't dictate to you what you should do. My opinion is my opinion, but, however, you know, it's your decision to make. And uh, I do re- respect him, and I thank him for that perspective Uh but in my opinion, like, you know, people really need to kind of consider these things. It took my dad to really look at the fact that I have a daughter. If something were wrong, I want her to have the ability to make a choice and not um some man making a choice for her, and then also looking at voting rights, we have to look at this country was founded particularly on moving forward. We wanted to move forward so we could have our own opinions, our own choices, and be relieved from uh the rules of the church, practically, but at the same time, we look at when it comes down to race, whom should be able to vote and who shouldn't. And it's like, um, you know, I don't understand why so many people particularly want the right to be taken away from somebody that they say that they care about or should be working or blah, 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 blah. Um, the list goes on. it's just kind of like, you know, you got to be realistic here and respect other people and give other people the rights that they are entitled to as a citizen of this country. And if you do anything otherwise, are you any better than what we tried to get away from? that's what people should start to consider, but it's not based on a party side. It should be based upon the right to have a choice and you can't take away people's uh, rights to t- have their own choice and your own opinions.
0: Well, I agree. I mean, the re- uh, renewal of the 20, every 25 years, I believe on voting rights over and over and over and, um, <laughs> we're still at this point of begging almost to be able to vote. But it's interesting. Two years ago, women stepped up. We have more women in Congress and running for state representatives than ever. And uh, next door we may see a new women governor. You know, thanks to the the fight of women getting out there and, and really not only registering people to vote but showing up at the polls, um, How important have you seen that in your local races?
1: In Alabama, it's a different story. I think since um, 2018, both sides have taken a major leap back in reference to politics. Um, So we're kind of struggling here. So I can't use Alabama particularly for an example. However, I will just use twenty seventeen when it came to the election for Doug Jones as to how women stepped up to the plate to turn out in high volumes um vo- sorry, volumes to vote for um Doug Jones, particularly because of the issue that came about of a potential uh um should I say a underage uh type situation with the candidate at um, at that time. So it was just kinda like Um, women, we have a lot of power and we have more power than we realize, but, you know, we have to start deciding when we're going to step up to the plate, whether it's at the bowling pole, whether it's taking leadership positions, because we know, and we respect men by all means, we respect everybody collectively, but we also do know how everybody should fall under the umbrella of, um, you know, having leadership and being empathetic towards others as well as having guidance and proper guidance and consideration. And, you know, so I think with that, um, you know, I hope there's a, first woman governor in some of these states. They deserve it. I hope there's a first woman president eventually. We deserve it, too, because we have to see the other side of that leak. We've seen a lot of men, but it's time for a woman to step up, in my opinion. There's a lot of progress to be made, but people just have to be willing to fight that fight to step up. One of the last
0: questions I wanted to ask is civics. I I was taught civics. I don't know whether it's a uh, thing they teach in school or or what, because when I was registering kids to vote, they were saying, well, I'm registered back in my, my district or I don't want to participate, et cetera. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough to get my attention that many don't understand how politics works at the local and state level and how it affects them. What do you say to civics maybe being taught at the junior high and high school level. So we have better informed people uh, about this.
1: So for me, uh, civics was taught when I was in seventh grade. And then I had um, another history. I had government and economics in like my senior year of high school. So for me, I had two different cycles of it um middle school particularly i i understood it but it was like oh i got forever until i'm 18 and then once i got to high school the reinforcement was there i believe it is definitely important that this be in the curriculum and that you don't don't, don't necessarily sway so early on to teach one side of civics and not the other you have to teach the full aspect of history and civics and the governing process as to how things have changed from how they started originally so that people can understand what can come or what is to come um, from past history lessons, but how you got to where you are, but also understanding the processes that go along so that the formality to get uh, policies changed or whatever it may be, that you know the steps to proceed in these processes properly and so your voice can be heard. Um, you know, for me, I valued government and economics because I had a phenomenal uh, teacher. And uh he made the effort to get us all registered to vote. He gave us 10 bonus points on our final for government and economics if we uh, registered to vote in his class and you turned everything in. But you have to just really make those efforts. You have to make it fun. You have to make it interesting and appealing to all types of learners and not just, you know, from the book itself because everybody learns so differently. But I think it's important that you have teachers, too, that are knowledgeable of the history, not somebody that just needed the job, um, so that they can Mm -hmm. actually be passionate about what they're teaching as well.
0: I'm going to give you the floor the last few minutes. I thought that um, you had some really good insights last time we talked and also this time of – where, first of all is Paige going to run for anything well will we see you running for president that would be kind of cool right <laughs> and um you <laughs> what would you what would you think about um us going forward with because you mentioned women we mentioned uh, civics but uh we are at a crucial point right now where well, we have both sides of the fence fighting. And it used to be uh, I could sit down with both my Republican and Democratic friends and people in between, and it was peaceful. Now it gets to be pretty colorful.
1: <laughs> so, yes.
0: So I want to leave you the last couple of minutes. What do you want to tell our audience about the importance of the vote?
1: The importance of the vote, first of all, we all have our own personal beliefs and opinions, but I do think we need to learn how to agree to disagree and to properly move on. It's okay to have your own beliefs. It's not that if you're wrong, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. And, And to break apart friendships and families, it's not how the world is meant to operate at the end of the day. We all have to work together to live here, okay, people? So my main thing is is that learn to agree to disagree and move on, and then later on come back to the subject, if need be, and say, I thought I had time to think about your perspective and I want to know more, and ask the right questions, not the wrong questions to be offensive. You know, um, you have to be empathetic, and I wish people really, really understood that, that that it really goes a long way my dinner table discussions with two completely different parents <laughs> that were on different sides of the aisle, it got heated at moments, but I knew my parents had that understanding and respect for each other to agree to disagree, but for us to actually see those behaviors exhibited and how we can get our point across, but, you know, like, okay, and we can move on, next topic. So I think if society functions that way we'd be in a much better place but also too, in reference to younger people running for office i just recently stepped out of my element and i ran for a state democratic executive committee seat um i did lose i ran against a very uh popular uh politician's wife um for this seat i did lose my first time ever running guys um I said this was the greatest loss, but the most wonderful lesson. I'm very, very thankful to have that experience. I may run in the future. I really don't know. Um, We will see, but um, I am coming of age where I'm not considered a young person anymore. I'm actually turning into um, a a real Democrat as they would put us in the category. So um, it's, A lot of time for growth is a lot of time for people to understand the process. I strongly encourage you, whatever your party is, to get involved and to understand how things and people operate so that you're not caught off guard with these experiences and these processes. Um, But, you know, be open to learn from older and younger people, and older people should be able to learn from younger people as well. Don't knock the younger people. but, you know, be open to learn, be open to grow, and, you know, just make your own path. I mean, your life is your life, but also, too, make your your uh, mark in history, you know, whatever that may be. But make sure you're on the right side. That's all i got to say. Thank you
0: so much for being with me. It's always been, always been a great conversation. And um, <laughs> I wish you the best, and uh, we'll be talking.
1: Okay. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. God bless. You've been listening to Building Abundant Success with Sabrina Marie, copyright, October 7th, 2022.